Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Sunday Nights Live, a show that's completely live, unedited, uncut, a show where you maniacs, that's right, you listening and watching right now are a part of the show, a show that I hope will be very, very therapeutic, um, absolute heartbreaker. Thank you for joining us, Adam. Um Sean and Storky, boys, how we doing? Storky, mate, what's going on, pal? Oh, mate, not too much. Had a good weekend. You know, a bit of a busy one. You know, nephew's birthday on Saturday, mum's birthday today. Got the day off tomorrow, King's birthday. Didn't even realise Wally Lewis got a public holiday for his birthday. But, hey, here we are. Looking forward to it, mate. Here we are. Good to uh, good to see some of the uh, followers in here. Um, Sean, brother? Bit of whale watching this weekend, big fella. Yeah, mate. I um I finally went whale watching. It's something I've always always wanted to do, and the, the missus loves whales. So we went out there, and mate, anyone that lives in the local Newcastle, Port Stephens, Hunter area, Moonshadow Cruises, we went on. It was like a three-hour whale watching cruise, mate. It was it was fantastic. What a way to kick off Saturday, and obviously the game wasn't wasn't fantastic later on in the day. But mate, I, I had a fantastic weekend, and then we wrap it up on live on sunday night on on in front of uh, a, a fantastic audience so mate i'm i'm pumped i'm pumped too mate as heartbreaking absolutely gut-wrenching as that game was i had a blockbuster weekend mate truly um how you doing demo uh see another one in here todd thanks for the beard todd hasn't gone fucking forgotten mate um mate blockbuster weekend um kicked it off the queensland members event Mate, truly, I feel bad for you boys. They do such a fucking good job of it. Um, Mate, something's better than nothing. We didn't get nothing. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put in like some fake Queensland address into a membership thing and just sign up for a Queensland membership. Uh, oh no, my membership pack would go there, wouldn't it? So some, some Broncos fan just gets yeah. some Knights member. Um, yeah, I'll do that. And yeah, then yeah. Um, just turn up to the members' event. It'd be fantastic. Giving away your Lenny and your sticker. Well, oh, I, couldn't, no. I couldn't believe it. I'll walk in there. Peter Parr comes straight over to me. He goes, I want a fucking photo with you. He goes, you're the bloke that swears all the time. I said, yeah, if I'm pissed off, I probably will swear, mate. Um, pissed off or excited. But nah, truly, mate, it was really good. Um, pretty humbling. A lot of the boys knew who I was, Jacko and that. So got to be doing something right. Um, most of them seem to like wanting to talk to me so i must have said anything too bad about him which is nice but um yeah truly mate and then a mass i have to take the time to thank every single person who came up and said hello got a photo um compliments of support truly guys it means the absolute world um I, I thought i'd have a couple of people come up and say hello and shake my hands and that but mate to have blokes buying your beers come up have a chat want a photo mate i had everything from a group of young teenagers, old fellas at the train station, everything, mate. I had a couple from Adelaide. Um, truly, mate, it was very, very humbling. So um, thank you. It, it made my night. I, my heart wasn't anywhere near as broken. It actually, it, it helped very, very much. So thank you, everyone who came up and said hello, truly. It means means the world, honestly. So, um, and yeah, gave away a couple of tickets. Fucking scammers tried to scam the NIDA page, but we sorted that one out too. You know you've made it when you got scammers trying to <laughs> It's been a big weekend, Link. Been a big weekend for you, my friend. I even got more news, but that'll be for next week. I've got some really 
fucking banging news as well. But I'm going to save that for later in the week. So, um, but yeah, guys, well, look, let's get into it, shall we? Look, the Knights come off the bye, heading up here into Brisbane at the Suncorp Stadium, a game I always have circled on the calendar in front of 35,814. I tell you what, a good portion of that screaming fucking Knights supporter, which I was amongst of, um, still looking for that alluring back-to-back victory. Um, going against the top of the table, let's call it as it is. I don't think they've had a buy at the Broncos. Top of the table, um, Brisbane Broncos getting beaten in an absolute heartbreaker in the dying minutes of the game. Um, a solid performance, however, um, absolutely gut-breaking. But is um, – well, actually – I, I Let's 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 take a little bit of a, a deeper dive, shall we, into the into the heartbreaker. Four tries apiece. The second column, two conversions to four, isn't great. Possession fifty two percent to the Broncos forty eight. Completion rate slightly lower, forty eight to eighty percent. Run meters eighteen hundred fourteen to nine hundred ninety. Boys, um, less errors with eight to their ten. Uh, penalties conceded three to the Broncos six. Tackles made 338 with the Broncos making more with 346 and missed tackles 59 to us. Um, that's, a, that's a lot of missed tackles. That's yeah, a lot of missed tackles. Out. Besides yeah. that, there isn't a lot in it really. Obviously, besides conversion, which is an ongoing issue for us, but wasn't a lot in it in a lot of those other stats there, though. Mate, a lot of the times you post those sort of stats up, you, 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 you're a good, good, good chance, you know. And we, we were, we were, you know, up until those dying minutes, but, um, yeah, I guess the um, plenty to break down, but look, the start of the game. The start of the game was an absolute arm wrestle. A couple of errors, but both teams settled into a rhythm. I was very nervous. It, within the opening minute, Reese Walsh doing what he does best, a fucking tackle break. I'm thinking, oh, mm. my God, here we go. It's going to be very loose around the middle. But, you know, both teams sort of settled into a rhythm. And, mate, I tell you right, right from where I was sitting and everyone who sat around me, an absolute fucking Excellent try-saving effort from Dane Gagai on Corey Oates. Sensational, mate. Um, what a game from Gags, and what a try-saver, mate. Great fucking mate, goal. On good one. They went upstairs looking for the strip, and there was nothing in it. But, mate, that was an effort and a half, that one. Like, oh, yeah. nine out of ten times, he gets that ball down and scores. Even, so even if it was a strip, it's a stripped in the act of scoring a try, So, yeah. which, is, which, which, is, which is fine. And then it would have went on to see who, who put it down next. Yeah, that. yeah, but but mate, um, yeah, like you were saying, Gags had a, a fantastic game. I thought I thought Gags was honestly probably our best, which is um, there might be a few people that would disagree with me there, but mate, um, he also not only did he make that great try saving tackle, but he also set up our first try. He he had a bit of a run, he's he's drew a couple of defenders in, he's done a little little flick pass out to Dominic Young. And mate, Dominic Young's just had to basically trip over the try line to, mm. to, to score our first try. Yeah, that all led off of, didn't it? Um, Welsh dropping, um, dropping a bomb, and then Gagai getting in his face and a little bit of words back and forth. Okay, getting in his head there. So, mm. but um, uh, yeah, that was nice. You know, um, I felt the gamble was, you know, a little bit off. Um, this game maybe just a little bit. Um, uh, you know, Reynolds put up a bomb um uh, for their first try you know i think it came down with snow on it the bastard was that high um mm. but gamble was just standing there he didn't even contest the ball I th- I, correct me if i'm wrong but i think it may have even bounced behind him 
and he's bounced up. Reynolds has collected it, passed it on to Cobo, and Cobo's gone over for their first try. And it was mm. like, like, what's doing there? Like, it was well, that, that wasn't Cobo's first try. That wasn't that wasn't Cobo's first try. His oh. first try was was um. Sorry, yeah, no, no, you're right. So, yeah, yeah, you are you are right, Stalky. Um, but look, let let's talk about not catching the ball when it's landing on your thirty meter line. Cardinal center rugby league, mate, isn't it? The, the the Knights do it all the time. They do it all the time, and I feel they're doing it because they don't want to get hit going up for the ball 30 metres out. They would rather the other team get the ball and then it would be a, a changeover anyway. But, mate, you've just, like you were just saying, Lincoln, you've just you've got to go for that ball no matter what. Mm. There was no effort made to go for that ball at all. He wasn't even looking. He was the only really Knights player around was Gamble, and he wasn't even looking at the ball. He was pretty mm. much just waiting for it to bounce and then was going to look like he was going to react from there. And unfortunately, when you do that, you don't even have the chance to react a lot of the time, especially if you cop the bounce that we did. And it pretty much bounced almost straight into Reynolds' arms. And, you know, the rest is history as far as that try is concerned, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't wasn't his best night, was it? I, I just think he was trying a little too hard against his old club. Yeah. I think it got um, a bit a bit much for him. I think, yeah, like we were hoping for a really big game from him and predicting a really big game for him. I think yeah. the moment maybe overshadowed him a little bit and a few, you know, mistakes that aren't usually in his game kind of crept in a little bit. But, mm. yeah. Absolute coach killer, aren't they, when you're letting that bloody ball bounce? Yeah. But, um, but look, um. Let's look at the better side of the game, shall we? Let's move along to our Foghorn Brewery key moment, shall we? Um, sensational. Um, Kalen Ponga running down that left edge that he very, very much likes. You'll see me absolutely burn Reynolds. And very, very impressively enough, Bradman Best staying in support. Going, fuck you, Walsh. That jersey should be mine. And gets the try. How good. Oh, mate. He had, yeah, like you said, he had Lucas in there, you know, for support. But he was like, you know, watch this sunshine. You know, don't underestimate the old Pong. Puts that, you know, mate, he's Pong goes back inside. and All he can see uh, at the end of that try line is Billy Slater, mate. <laughs> right about there, he's like, fuck you, Billy. But yeah. Nah, but seriously, yeah, um, sensational, mate. Um, it, was actually, it was actually came out in the press conference. I don't know if you guys listened to the presser. And KP sort of said... It was very, very telling. It was actually pretty candid. He said, now, when he was playing halfback, I'm going to paraphrase here, but he pretty much said, oh, look, I didn't really know what I was doing. Very uncertain. And it shows. Now, when you see, mate, this bloke looks completely and utterly at home at fullback. I think, for me, this puts it to bed where he's too, he's too good not to be at fullback now. There's comfortable oh, yeah. pair of pants at fullback. That's what it is. So, yeah. He just said yeah. He, he doesn't have to think. He doesn't need to think. It's just everything's instinctual. Yeah. And to me, you can't coach that. If he's instinctually that player, don't try and force him to be something he isn't. And mm. it showed, man. If KP was playing 5-8, I don't think we're anywhere in this game as what we were. He was absolutely sensational. Um What's some statistics here? One try, 16 runs, topped with 229 run meters, the most for the Knights. 10 tackle breaks, two line breaks. Sensational. Well, Sen I was just about to ask, um, look, the, the, this was our key, ma key matchup this week as well, was Walsh and Ponga. Who do you think had the better game? I think KP. Oh, KP, KP, 
slightly, but man, Walsh was Walsh, Walsh was good first too. Half, mate, he come smashing out of the gates. Like you said earlier, Link, I was watching that game and he's just carving us up, and I was like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah, he was very good tonight, but Walsh yeah. was only there was only three three players that ran for two hundred meters. Um, that was Payne Haas, um, no surprises. Reese Walsh and KP. Yeah, I've, um, I've just just going off the back of your stats. Um, Walsh two try assists, Ponga one try. Walsh twenty two runs for two hundred and fifteen meters. Ponga sixteen runs for two twenty nine meters. Walsh thirteen tackle breaks to Ponga's ten. Both had two line breaks. Walsh made three errors. Ponga had zero. So if you, it's it's a it's 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 a close matchup. Both absolutely between those two. Yeah, well, Todd mentioned to them that that matchup. It was nice. Yeah, Todd makes a very very good comment. Todd um, Ponga had the better game due to moments, but Walsh was solid. So, mate, you're splitting hairs truly um, between the two. They were, they were both sensational. But um, yeah, it's so good seeing KP sweep along that left edge, isn't it? Mm. Um, you know, you know what else is also good. You know what else is also good? Maddie Croker in full flight. Mm. Heading for the try line, tongue diving out, over and Jordan scoring style. a try. See that he had the old tongue out, Michael Jordan style, going for <laughs> it, feeling it. Hey, whatever works, mate. Whatever, whatever works. yeah, whatever floats your boat. But whatever, yeah, yeah, Michael Jordan, yeah, whatever out, mate. As long as it works, it was okay at what he did. So yeah, it was it was awesome move by by Gags again, my man Gags. He uh, nice catch and pass to Young. Young's down the sideline. Nice little little inside ball to to a flying croaker. They'll they'll, they'll give him they'll giving him bad raps saying that he was, you know, essentially running on the spot, looked like he was on a treadmill and not getting anywhere. Yeah. They mate, <laughs> bloody, seeing him in full flight, it turns me on almost. It's, I, it's yeah. fantastic. I thought the treadmill one was a little bit harsh as well. I was like, Oh, come on, give the guy a break. Yeah. yeah so did I, know? but I was but, actually um, really surprised that he only, they only got him on for 26 minutes. Um, yeah. You know, came on. I can't remember who we came on for, um, but got subbed off late in the game for Adam Elliott. I thought he was quite good, Crocker. I, I think oh, he probably yeah. should have played more minutes. Um, I was yeah. surprised they only got the twenty-six. So he's a, he's hey, a player we have to keep keep a hold of. Yeah. He's he's I reckon he's a player that he's never going to want too much. He's always just going to want to play for the red and blue. He kind of reminds me of an, an early days chief in a way. Yeah. Just loves the colours, loves the town, loves the team. And I feel like Matty's just going to be here for a, for a long time. He's only going to get better and better. Yeah, he's very impressive for the for, for the games he has played. He's a real point of difference, man. Both defensively and attack, mate. He's 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 a good fucking player. Really, mm. really like him. That was one of the uh, kicks Hastings missed as well. I don't know if you've noticed afterwards. He was real dirty on himself, like giving in the to himself. But uh, mm. he himself not long after that, you know, with that beautiful cutout ball, you know, cutting out Ponga, which drew in, you know, some of the defenders, you know, onto Gags, nice short ball to Dom, who, you know, only had to run about 12 metres. You know, two of those were with Walsh, you know, hanging off his shoulder like an old Parkley Market's handbag, straight over the line in the corner. And, yeah, that was a nice try. It was. Yeah. yeah. It's actually funny. I wonder if, I'm wondering if Kebby actually regrets this. I was very much surprised. I don't know if you boys noticed. He subs off both Payne Haas and Carrigan, right? And in that 10-minute span, they're only off for 10 minutes. We go, yeah. we whack two tries on them. Um, so I think quickly they went, shit, we need to get both these blokes back on ASAP. Mm. Yeah, that's that, that, uh, that Matty Crocker. No, yeah. I'm not saying that they, we wouldn't have not scored him, but, mate, integral part of the Broncos team. And 
very, very surprised when Kevy made that. I remember at the ground, I was like, Jesus, he's going to bring both these guys off. Okay. Um, and yeah, paid dearly for it. What, what did we score? Uh, 10 points in uh, in roughly that 10 minute period that they were off. So um, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was um, worth noting. Um, maybe, maybe one Kevy would, would want back would be uh, to not made those subs. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Very telling, very telling when he was getting them back on so quick. But let's get to the heartbreak, boys. It fucking pains mm. me. And please, listeners, I take absolutely no joy in talking about this, but um, an absolute fucking killer. 68th minute. Jackson Hastings rushes up on Reese Walsh. I understand the guy was fucking dangerous. Leaves a massive gap in the defense. Pia Cora goes through completely untouched. A, a, a moment Jackson Hastings would want over again. He'd be absolutely fucking filthy. I'm pretty sure KP gave him a fucking spray for that one. Uh, didn't look good, did it? Um, shot out. You could tell immediately, like, oh, here we go. And um, paid dearly. And then on the back of that, in this, um, what, not even 10 minutes later, um, Jack, uh, sorry, Hetherington, not Hetherington. Um, yeah, Kobe Hetherington, sorry. Not our Hetherington. Um, Kobe Hetherington. A fucking offload to Adam Reynolds. Reynolds the man. That fucking flick pass, which will haunt me for the rest of my goddamn life. The seal, the fucking victory at the end of the day. But um, mm. I really put it down. I know we look very, very, very loose and tight in the middle. But on reflection, Tyson Frizzell coming off. Um, when did Frizz come off? I did have a Danny Frizz coming off. Uh, Is it only, 50 or 50 something minutes? Yeah, it's only minutes five, five minutes into the first half. Um, and then they make a change. I think they they sub man back off to get Frizz back on, which you needed to. Yeah. I understand it's because they did mention on commentary that he was fine to come back on whenever they were just going to see if they needed him. And, and mate, that would have killed their interchange. You're burning two interchanges to get a guy off, which is an 80 minute player to get him back on. Fuck mm. your interchange, your forward rotations. You know, you, you haven't got a fresh body out there. Um, yeah, it, you know, you can't you can't blame losses on that. But that man, that would have hurt. Uh, looking at it, we we. That definitely would have hurt our forward rotation in the yeah. arse end. Of yeah, that. I, mean, it, I mean, it felt like we ran out of a bit of gas towards the end there as well. I like how you mentioned before about Ponga, you know, firing up at Hastings. But did you guys notice during the game he was firing up at some of the other players? There was one um, a point where we got the ball back and our players were taking forever to get back on side. And we were already, like, we were already playing the ball and Ponga is, like, yelling at him, like, could, I don't know what he said, but it looked like he was saying, get good. fucking back on side. And it was good because cool you don't generally see that shit from Bonger. So that's yeah. good. They, the players look very gassed, uh, yeah. especially yeah. that last Broncos try where they, they marched upfield. Ponger's put that put put a kick in, and Ponger and um, Elliot actually put a massive hit. How oh, good was man, that? That was that fantastic. Was and, then, that and, then, and then Elliot gets into Walsh's face. If only that was maybe in the fifth minute of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than like the 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 seventy fifth minute of the game, yeah, because um he's not known for the big hits, is he, Kalen? And you watched that, you went, holy shit, good on yeah. KP. Oh, it was it was fantastic. But you yeah. know what it did? It's almost like that revved up the Broncos, but it didn't rev up the Knights because after that, yeah. it looked like the Broncos were they were they were in top gear. What a backfired. And just charging down the field where he's, we, we were just gassed. We were missing tackles. The urgency to get back 10 just wasn't there. Hey, takes me back to that. Remember um, remember Mitchell Pierce absolutely gave um, Cody Walker a bathe in that. I think it was 2020 finals. And mm. ever after that, well, I think we were leading. And then as soon as he gave him an absolute bath when we were beating him, 
Sash has turned it on and absolutely flog us. So yeah, it might have might have had the opposite effect, but it was still yeah. good to see him get thumped, mate. So um Oh, I loved it. It was yeah, it was a good it, shot. It, it was it was, it was probably it was probably my key moment. It was probably my <laughs> my my favorite moment of the game. Uh, but, but um yeah. let, let's let's talk about let's talk about the shittest decision of all decisions, shall we? So let, let's go to there's seven seconds left on the clock. Seven seconds left on the clock. Um, there's there's a scrum that's packing, and we obviously, you know, we we play it out. We get tackled. Next thing you know, there's a penalty because they were offside from the scrum. Now we have the chance to repack that scrum. The ref is even saying to the boys, "Do you want to repack the scrum? Mm. Do you want to repack the scrum? Do you want to repack the scrum?" It felt like he said it about ten times. Are you sure? Are you sure? You sure? You sure? You sure? You sure? Anyway, it went on for fucking ever, and then we take a tap, which is the dumbest fucking move you yep. can do. For the people who don't know anything about football, there's seven people from each team in a scrum, right? That's as simple as I can put it. Then you're left with six in the defensive line. Mm. You want to take a tap where there's 13 in the defensive line? Yeah, with rather than one six, of the, one of the best sweeping attacking fullbacks in the comp. Um, exactly, it was just yeah. the dumbest thing, and yeah. I th- yeah, surely mind. there was more than just me screaming at my TV saying, "Why are you taking the tap?" I think pretty much every Knights fan was, to be honest. I was, yeah, I don't know what happened there. That's strange. But there was another um, similar incident at the end of the first half where we still, um, uh, we were. The clocks that kept going and we didn't reach our um, mark on time and the referee said, no, you didn't reach your mark. That's it. So we didn't get that last, you know, ditch attempt in the first half to have another go at their try line. It's like, what's doing? Like, mm. no urgency, mate. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's no the old um, situational awareness, isn't it? You'd yeah. think that they would, I'm sure they must um, practice this stuff at training, you know, situational game plans like this, where you think, boys, we've got one last play. What are we going to do? Pack the scrum, blah, blah, blah. But Yep. Um, don't want to be a hindsight hero, but yes, I very much think they got that one wrong and would Absolutely. probably be looking back and kicking themselves at that because who knows, mate, because that, that last play, my God, my heart nearly burst out of my chest. My, my uh, poor oh, mate, yeah. my poor little mate. Being at ben, the ground, I can I can imagine. Poor little yep. Ben, who was uh, a follower sitting next to me, he was going fucking off too. Um, heart couldn't take it, mate. I couldn't tell you how many calories I must have burned in that last 30 seconds of game. But yeah. Um, uh, I think we all did. And just the way it ended with, you know, Gags just doing that little kick to nobody, to nothing. It was, yeah, yeah. very anticlimactic. But, um, you know, you were talking about the fans earlier in the game. You know, for a team that, you know, has a reputation for not traveling very well, they've seen to be pretty good representation up there. I was, buddy, more than excited when I heard the Newcastle chant go up Brother, in a Brisbane mm. game. The best supporters on the planet. And I would fight every last Bronco supporter in that stadium for you people to fucking defend that. Um, truly. Mate, absolutely unreal. I've been obviously to many, many games at Suncorp Stadium. And yeah, Newcastle chant always there. Um I wasn't yeah. expecting it to be honest. Not in the, you know, not in the home, you know, not in the heart of the Bronco territory. Mm. And to hear Wouldn't that have gone down TV, well with the Broncos supporters. Uh, especially oh, so, when especially when so, they, they came from behind. I reckon they would have been pretty nasty it's so funny i'm sitting there and just over to my left is like mate a group of comment if you saw this too i'm sure you would get some of the guys that were in the supporters base saw this there's a group of girls mate they wouldn't have been any older than 12 i'm not even kidding you flipping us off telling us to stick it up our ass fuck you all this shit and i was absolutely horrified it's like my god 
<laughs> Doesn't rugby league bring out the best in people? Oh, it does. <laughs> Holy <laughs> dooly. Yeah, so um, but look, just just to wrap wrap it up, really, for me, it was just a case of just bad execution. There were so many yep. times I've got in my notes here, Phoenix Crossland, you know, had you know, I'm not gonna crucify him for it, had a very good chance of going. I think it was in the first two minutes uh, when we got the ball, got piggybacked on a penalty. Um, Greg Marzu, super unlucky not to get that try put his oh that was out. like a bee's dick. That one he's like his arm went on the line. I as soon as I saw it, I kind of thought, okay, yeah. I think his arm's gone on the line and the, here, but I don't think he looks super confident. Yeah, and, but, and the uh, other one, Dylan, Dylan Lucas throwing that intercept, mate, because you had a two-man oh, overlap yeah. with best best and Marzu on his left. Um, we had we had good opportunities, we just didn't ice them because I know I think it was in the first it was like five minutes to go. It was very surprising. It just felt like we had far more tackles in their red zone than they did. But I think within five minutes to go, I think it was pretty close. It was like 24 to us, 20 to them, which I was surprised at. It just felt like we had more possession um, in that red zone than they did. But uh, mm. at the end of the day, it just came down to kicking, didn't it? Because, you know, apart from Oates denying Oates that try, we definitely crossed the line more. We just – we just that, – that much off, you know? So – Hastings did get a nice one from the side for one of our tries. I and, filmed it. Uh, I filmed it. Yeah, he was he was quite happy with himself. Like, well, probably more relieved yeah, for himself more than relieved. happy, maybe. Yeah. But um, I've got yeah. rare footage of a Knights conversion from the from the goal, mate. I've actually I, I've whipped the camera out. I'm like, I may never see this again for a long, long time. So I'm going to film this. Look, granted, he did hit the post with another one from the sideline. Which, yeah, which anyone who's tried to kick one from the sideline, it, it's it's not an easy task. You're 40 meters from the post, so. Well, if you, if you take it roughly twenty meters out, um, but so I, I'm I'm not going to criticize Hastings' goal kicking because at the end of the day, it would have just put us level, and they've got Adam Reynolds who can slot it from pretty much anywhere know. on the field, yeah. from outside the stadium. Yeah, exactly. But look, I I, I do want to um, touch on a couple of things, and they're not fantastic. I'm I'm going to end my review of the game on a bit of a down. Bit of a downer. Look, typical Sean. Yeah, Jackson Hastings for me is we we were talking about awareness before, situational awareness. Mm. And his awareness in this game was not fantastic. And I want to I want to show a, a, a piece here. So Phoenix Crossland's at dummy half, and Jackson Hastings is getting the ball. He's not even in this frame. Mm. Jackson Hastings is not in this frame. He comes up in this this next frame. That's him right on the edge on the right-hand side, 25 metres away from your dummy half. Phoenix Crossland is right-handed, so his preferred passing is right to left, not left to right. And unless you're a rugby player who, I don't know if you've seen a rugby scrum half, but when they pass the ball and they're going for distance, they pass and dive at the same time. So unless you're doing something like that, passing off the ground isn't going to get you 25 metres. Now, uh, any normal um, halfback is situating themselves around where Ponga and Elliot are there in that in mm. that group. Hastings isn't there. The ball ends up back here, bouncing about a meter in front of Hastings. It goes on. It gets worse. So, like I was saying, Hastings should have been kicking from about here, putting in an attacking kick from about fifteen meters out. Yet we were putting in an attacking kick. 31, 32 meters out. That is very, very poor situational by uh, Hastings. 
It was that was not Phoenix. That was not Phoenix's fault. You, you're expecting Phoenix to pass the ball 25 plus meters. I'm sorry, that's Hastings' fault. And that takes away an attacking chance. Our last play options have not been good. Can I just say, can you change your name to Cooper Cronk, mate? Why is Holy dooly, what that a great... Good, that was a good insight. Oh, yeah. good Look, insight. So, someone oh who... I can't believe we're not charging for this content after Look, that. <laughs> someone someone who, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to be that person at the bar when they're in their, you know, 70s mm. going, oh, back in my day. Look, I, I, I played a bit of re representative football at halfback. I'm aware of where halfbacks are supposed to stand. So when I see a halfback standing 25 metres away from their dummy half on a last mm. tackle, it's the dumbest thing in the world. And you know, I just sit there ripping my hair out going, what are, you, what are you doing? You're costing your team any sort of chance of an attack. And I'm, I'm sorry, Jackson, like I, I, you, you, you played a good game, but... Yeah, I was just it's it's what? moments like that that well Jacko might have had a bad performance, mate, but you're fucking red hot tonight. John McGrath, Fox Sports, hire this man. I fucking agree. Uh no, don't don't take him off don't. the hand. No. I, well, I pay this man yeah, good it's, money, so you're not taking him, Fox. <laughs> it's interesting. It's a great insight there, Sean, because look at this um comment from Lockie Tipper regarding um what he saw tonight. If you want to read that one out, Link. Lockie Tipper. Thank you, Lockie. I've got a big surprise for you later, mate. Stay tuned. Um, I was watching the Matty John show tonight, and they said that the Knights is one of three options for Luke Brooks. Um, well, we did know that it was absolutely no secret the Knights went hell for leather to try and get Brooks. Brooks was very, very much keen to come. Uh, Tim Sheen's basically put a stop to that. Mm. Um, and, you know, obviously we know what happened. We let Clem go. For Hastings, um, I guess, do we put it down? I would have loved, I didn't get enough time with Jacko, but I would have liked to have asked him, um, do we think he is still 100% off that ankle? Um, I do think watching him from his, I didn't watch a lot of Tigers games, so maybe this is a bit unfair on Jacko, but maybe, you know, because he was very influential on the, the minimal wins they did have, um, he was definitely the most influential player they had. I'm just wondering, uh, is he, I know we touched on a little bit. Is he still our best option, even though he isn't at his 100%? Are we be maybe a little too critical of Jackson Hastings? Or do you look past that and go, well, this sort of stuff shouldn't really affect – injury shouldn't affect these sort of things? Well, we had that question mark when we were wondering why he wasn't kicking. But now he's kicking now. Yeah, so you would think if mate, he's kicking he, shadow over I know it. he got two from four, but, man, they were fucking close. I swear one of them was off the post again. It was, they, yeah. They were. They he, he's got to be off. the leading goal kicker off the post. Yeah, for sure. They, they aren't far off the mark. I will give him that. Like there mm. ain't much in it. Um, as as hard as it is, there wasn't a great deal in it. But and um, just one other thing I want to touch on, which is not necessarily a negative, but you. This is the difference between the two sides, right? So as soon as as soon as the Broncos were in front, you saw Reynolds kicking for touch. So Reynolds would kick the ball into touch, give the forwards a bit of a break, wind mm, the clock down, yeah. yep. doing what any great halfback does. Mm. What we did, and especially there was a, there was a kick there that where Ponga and um, Elliot put that hit on, we were in front. That ball should have found the sideline, rather than kind of rolling it around into um, down to Walsh. That ball should have found the sideline. Mm. Being in front, we should have been wasting I time. Thought, I thought that too. Looking at that, I, I was really hoping we kick, kick, get the breather. Jesus Christ, we need the breather. We talked about yeah. the James is a bit muffed. We needed every goddamn stoppage we could get. Um, yes, I, I 
I don't think we kicked dead once, did we? I know we. I think we came. Didn't we come a bee's dick away from getting a, a forty twenty, which was nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They had to stop a whilst tapped it back in. Yeah. Right. But it's very unlike us. We generally just kick straight to their players. I don't know. It's just something we always just seem to do. Mm. I, I, I don't just, know. It's ridiculous. I'm going to hold judgment too much on Jacko. I just. I don't know. I don't know how bad that ankle is, and the club certainly is going to come out and 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 probably tell us how bad it is. They're probably going to they're going to you know uh, keep that behind closed doors, but. I'd like mm. to see maybe fully repaired. I don't know. The guy might need more fucking surgery on it. I'm no fucking physician, but it might be pretty. It, they might be just managing it game to game, and you know, it really, really is hindering him. So um, overall, like you know, we're picking apart a few things, and that's what we do. That's what we're meant to do here. But overall, I wasn't too disappointed with the yeah. game. I thought there no. we did some things really well. No. Um, you know, I think it was a step forward. You know, keep in mind. Everybody out there, we played the Broncos. Like you said, they are what second on the table, and they haven't had a buy yet. So. You know, take mate, that last assault, try, but... man. That like, not. I'm not trying to take any away from the Broncos, but Jesus, man, a lot of players try and pass that flick pass. It doesn't. It just goes anywhere. Yeah. Or it just doesn't make its mark. So we were right in it, and we, you know, as I said before, we 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 came so close so many times. I feel like we had far more opportunities. It just came down to execution and just those little things. Um, it was yeah, Daniel Saifidi, little pass on the second tackle, right close to their line. Where he tried to flip it out to Crosley. Yeah. another one of them. Yeah, right on their line. I don't, I don't mind that second tackle. I don't mind that though. I don't mind trying to trying to get the jump on them early. I, you know, oh, I don't mind it if it wasn't the second tackle, maybe. But yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know. But yeah, I, I, we win the game. You know, we, a lot of this stuff's overlooked. But Adam O'Brien. I, yeah. One thing I will, I, I do agree with Adam O'Brien is we don't want to become this club now, which I think is something in common way, if you believe this too, is we hang our hats on, yeah, we play great, blah, 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 and that's it. But we go, no, okay, we don't want to be a team. I think I'm going to paraphrase again. Don't want to be the team that's just going to hang the hats on. We had a crack. We want fucking results. You know, we play the game to win competition points. We don't play the game to have a crack. Mm. So, which I liked. I think we've fallen in that in the past where we have a really good game. And then you'll probably have two or three pretty ordinary performances till we get back up to that standard again. So hoping it's something we can build on because, you know, we've seen it. We've seen it. You know, Ikin is very much similar to the Penrith game. Um, if you would have told me at the start of year we would be having performances like this against, you know, a top of the table Broncos and Penrith, mate, come on. Not bad. Yeah. Not yeah. bad. Well, yeah, like you're saying, if, if if you're a team and you come away from this type of loss and you go, oh, we only lost by you know, this much and you don't really care enough about it. Yeah. You're going to lose by no more the next week. You got to get, you, you got to get hungry. You need, you need that hunger. Yeah. And as yeah. I said, you, you, we can't, we can't go the rest of the season going win, loss, win, loss, win, losses, which <laughs> yeah. is something we've just done for over 12 months. You know, we've we got a bit of a killer run coming up too, haven't we? Like some of the teams we've got coming up, uh, Mm. some of the big boys in the comp. So it's going to be an interesting, yeah, yep. yeah, we do next month or so. All right, guys. Well, I think we should move right along to our uh, next segment, uh, our Lock It In segment brought to you by SJH Communication. Now, before we kick off this week's Lock It In, I have a very, very special present for a good friend of the show Lockie Tipper mate I may I wasn't going to leave this members event until I got this for you pal so the king of uh the lock it ins Lockie Tipper mate this one goes out to you brother I hope you're watching pal 
All right, Lockie, I've got a big surprise for you, pal. He's the big man himself. Lockie, how are you, mate? You well? He is going to get four tries for you eventually, Lockie, so the big, the big dog's going to do it. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll bring a cake to your house personally if I can do it when I'm 18th man as well. So if you concussions happen and I score four tries, I'll be bringing a cake to your house, Lockie. He also wants to sign your brother. Um, mate, good luck. You've got to take on Kyle and Jack Yeo now. So, oh, okay. right. There you go, Lockie, mate. All the best, pal. See you, mate. Have a good there you go, mate. My gift to you for being such a fucking legend. Um, mate, the big dog. What did he say, a keg or a cake? Either way, I don't mate. Know. Whatever he brings. <laughs> safely brings both, mate. I shot him a message. He knows you're an absolute fucking legend, pal. So, um, mate, he's going to be partying with you, mate. He, he, he's going to get it one day, mate. I just know it. So, um, there you go, mate. You're his biggest supporter. I told him personally for you, pal. So... There All right, I'll, I'll get my locket in results out of the way first because mine were, yeah, mine weren't fantastic. Um, <laughs> obviously, I, I picked the Broncos 13 plus, and I'm glad I was wrong with that one. Um, I, I said that from shame the moment, on you, Sean. I shame said that from the moment you. I put that in. Um, I'm glad I was wrong. I unfortunately wasn't wrong enough. Mate, I you're just preferred... as bad as the goddamn bookies, giving us no goddamn respect. <laughs> I would have preferred if you guys were right, but I was wrong. <laughs> um, and my man, Leo Thompson, to make 30-plus tackles. He wasn't far off. He made 25. I, I was, I, I was, I let's was put a, that a down to the, the, the forward rotation, mate. Uh, if the, if the, there the you go. Yeah, let, let's do that. Let's do that. A little that. asterisk so, next to that one, pal. Next, little yeah. asterisk. So who we got next up? Who Who's next cab off the rank? Stalking and go. Oh, yeah, I'll go now. Okay. After a brief stint of actually getting last week's both right, I'm back to my normal form. And uh, the old Cobbo, you know, he did, he did get over the line, but wasn't first try scorer. And Knights 1-12, to 12, as we know, unfortunately, it was not to be. Mm -hmm. Well, doesn't get much better, boys. Um, we're going to bring up ours. I, I cursed the poor bastard. Tyson Gamble, anytime try scorer. Um, yeah, it wasn't a B. Knights won the 12, mate. We were close, brother. We were close. I tell you what, if rugby league was a 76-minute game, pal, uh, we're cheering. But, yeah, look at that. Jesus. Experts, eh? Who would who would, who would would jump on and listen to these idiots? Who said um, before I should be on Fox Sports? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't be a, don't be a punter, Sean. But, um, mm. yeah. Oh, well. Can't win every week, can we? But yeah. um, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, Link. Um, Matt Cozella here. I'll show you he's got a question for you um, uh, in reply to Lockie's shout-out. Matt, uh, I'm a legend. Where's my shout-out <laughs> front Adam O'Brien? Um, I did try to track. Now, look, I, I didn't get my chance to talk to a lot of players. I was actually very, very much having a good old chat to uh, Peter Parr and the media manager. Trying to do a little bit of networking, trying to trying to maybe build a little bit of a relationship with the Newcastle Knights. So I didn't get a lot of time with players as such. Um, but mate, when I see him next, um, I'll, I will most certainly get a shout out for you, mate. Um, yeah, if uh, if he lifts lifts that restraining order on you, mate, you might be able to tell him yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all right, guys. Let's um, enough of the predictions. Let's move along to the best part of the show, guys. The best. Let's get into a little bit of Q&A, shall we?
guys, you know the deal. Get it off your chest if you've got a rant. I know everyone's probably got a, a, a rant built up, pent up inside them. You've been holding in for the last, what, 12 hours or so. So 24 hours, sorry. Get it off your chest. Got any questions, hit us up with it. Um, all right, boys, here we go. Um, what have we got here? Justin. Thank you for the question, Justin. Um, did you ask why there's no members events in Newcastle? I can't Bloody remember good the question. last one was. No, I didn't, mate. Sorry. I was uh I was self-indulging. I um no, I, I regretfully, mate, I didn't ask that. Sorry. Um I believe the last one was, and correct me if I'm wrong, was the Cessnock one. Remember the one where they had one at Cessnock and it was a little bit different than the all the other ones, which was usually at the uh, Mackey Jones Stadium. But I think the Cessnock one was the last one, wasn't it? Yes, that's correct. Sorry to take so yeah. long. I was uh, reading something. <laughs> yes, going through the files. Yeah, it was in nineteen ninety. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was where it was um, a bit of a members' day slash well community day um, slash trial yeah, match. There was a trial was match that? too, wasn't there? Well, yeah, and the players only came out for like a real little while. Like there I wasn't it was structured events or something yeah, like I'd... there has been in the past. It was a weird. Yeah, one. it was weird. Yeah, definitely. Um, Adrian. I tell you what, if half the players run as hard as Adrian did when he saw me at the Suncorp, mate, he'd be uh, he'd be an absolute meter eater. Um, Adrian, how would you describe the Broncos fans' try celebration dance? Besides, extremely gay. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, not really. Yeah, I must have woken up. I reckon at about two a.m. this morning with that vision in my head, mate. I cannot stand it. Hate it. Hate it. That's the first time I'd seen it on TV, and oh, it basically looked lucky like bastard. over. Looked more excited than anybody should be for when they're milking a cow. Like, it was like this, isn't it? Dude. Yeah. 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 It's just like, that. yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so it's shit. It's not is... on. Yeah. No. Not on. Um, what have we got here? Matt. What have we got here from Matt? Uh, Phoenix at nine. Got to go. Got to be someone else who can do the job. He's just not a nine. I was very much, I've got to disagree with you. I was, I was about to say, very... Matt's shit's opinions have to go. <laughs> Mate, I was very surprised because uh, when we talked on the Tuesday show with the announcement uh, with Kurt Mann coming in, I really did think we were going to sub um, Mann in at hooker just to give Phoenix a break. But Phoenix mm -hmm. played the full 80 minutes, um, uh, 43 tackles, eight missed, which isn't great. Um, no. Otherwise, look, I didn't think he was too bad, really. Um, mate, if you compared him to Billy Walters, I don't – you know what I mean? I, I thought they were both – pretty serviceable um to be honest I, I don't have a real problem with crossland I'd, i would like to start to see him kicking more i don't know whether that's him just not wanting to do it or a game plan thing but um i think what our only 40 20 this year has come from phoenix crossland um you know he's a half so he's, he's got to have a relatively good kick on him so I don't know. I, I wasn't too disappointed in crossland i thought he held his own against a pretty fucking good broncos outfit to be I would ask a reply, like my reply question would be, why? Why Why is that your opinion? Is is that your opinion because you're seeing what a lot of, a lot of other uneducated comments on Facebook are where, you know, Phoenix is doing this, he's given it to this player when he shouldn't be given to this player and he's doing this when he shouldn't be doing that. Because if you are, and if you are one of those people, I, I suggest you have a look at Jackson Hastings in those moments. Jackson Hastings is pointing where he wants the ball. He'll point that way. 
if he wants Phoenix to play the ball that way. He'll point that way if he wants Phoenix to play that way, and he'll call for the ball when he wants the ball. So if the ball's not going to Hastings, if the ball's not going to Ponger, if the ball's not going to such and such, they're not calling for it. Mm. And that's when Hastings, well, that's when Phoenix is going, okay, he's pointed that way, I've got to pass the ball that way. And that's usually where there's a dumb one-out run, and it's... Yeah, that what, is, game, that's, what, that's what game was that? Phoenix. It, was a, it was a game we broke down on that, wasn't it? It was a last play Cowboys game, I think it was. Mm. We had that last play of the Cowboys, and we just made a dumb decision. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. My memory. On the flip side, you mentioned Man earlier. How do you think? Did like we used him? Do you think we used him well? And what did you just make of his game? I think it, I weekend. think he just had a really interrupted game. So yeah, um, I was surprised he didn't play hooker. Only played the thirty-six minutes, sixteen tackles, three misses. Um, he did. He did come in for for Adam Elliott. Adam Elliott came off and later came in for Frizz. So probably didn't get the game plan he. Thorn, that, that frizz interchange really did probably just kind of been the story of man's career. Let's be honest. I, I think I think that was a good selection by Adam O'Brien. I think bringing in man, I don't think having Miller would have made the difference. I think we needed Starch in defence mm. clearly, and made it nearly got us to win. Truly, so I, I, he did his job. It's not a you know, it's not an outstanding game. It's not a ten out of ten game. It wasn't a one out of ten game. I don't know, probably a seven or an eight. He did his job. Didn't do anything wrong. Then. Yeah, I didn't think he was bad. I was just yeah curious if yeah. what you thought about how we used him. Yeah. I thought he I thought looked he tired. Like... I thought even though he wasn't on the field for that long, there was times there where, especially in defense, you'd see him, he'd make a tackle and he'd, he'd get up and he's just gassed and he's sitting there thinking, mate, you haven't been on the field for that long. But he has been out for a while, I suppose. And Yeah, he's had a bad luck with him. Mm, had a bad run. Here's one I want to touch on. John McGrath, thank you for the question, John. How do you guys think Dylan Lucas went? I thought he was okay. Also, I thought Adam Elliott was really good in defense. Um, mm. Dylan Lucas played 73 minutes. I thought he was pretty good. Apart, you know, I can't be too critical he of the had bloke. A couple. Yeah. Uh, that, that intercept, he would love that one back. I said the two-man overlap with Bradman and Marzo on his left. He'd love that one again. Um, I did speak to his um his junior coach, mate. Says the bloke is an absolute fucking legend. You could not meet a nicer guy. Hardest worker in the room. And I think, Sean, you touched on it before. Besides going off and celebrating with the team, even though he's 18th man, doing all these warm bands, doing all the right things, that's what you want to see. You know, it's not going to make the highlight reels. A lot of people aren't going to talk about it, but mm. um, very, very impressive. It's only his second game, was it? Like, he did miss a few tackles, like, let's be honest, but it was only his second game in there. But I did notice his nice, sharp new cut. I don't like it. I don't like it because I kept getting him mixed up with Elliot. (laughs) (laughs) God, it's the mullet, and he's gone for the uh, the fade, the short back and side. Bring the mullet back, Lucas. Bring it back. Touching on Adam Elliot, guys, 38 minutes, 10 hit-ups, 10 runs, 74 run meters, one tackle rate, 25 tackles, three misses. I thought this was his best performance for us. I feel Mm. like... This is the most I sort of saw of him, uh, particularly with the ball in attack. Um, yeah, we're certainly smacking blokes in defense, which is nice to see. Um, trending, I keep saying it, it's the old adage, trending upwards for me. Um, to me, his games are getting better and better. He's not um, not directly influencing games, but he's certainly not making any errors or missing a, a shitload of tackles or anything. So... I think he's getting more and more match fitness into him. Uh, as I said. He's on that incline. It's not a steep incline. Yeah. He's not going straight up, but he's, he's working his yeah. way up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's get through another one here. Todd, um, this is the legend that I got a free beer from Todd, so cheers, pal. Um, do you think moving forward we could see an origin-style nine interchange strategy to keep them fresh and have faster ball service? So what are we um, 
What are we thinking? Comment away what, who you think. If so, we're thinking. I don't think Croslin would be keen on it. If he's our, our number nine, if we were to implement this this season, he didn't want to come off a few weeks ago towards the end of the game. So, mm. but hey, whatever's best for the team, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not totally against it. It seems that if it works in the rep arena, it fucking it'll work in regular season, won't it? Um, yeah. I just don't know. Is there anyone in the current roster? Me, I, I don't know. I feel bad for Kermit. The guy's way too versatile. I don't know. Adam Elliott, but he seems to be an out and out lock. I think that's yeah, I think that's uh, that's yeah, where he fits for us. There. We might have to recruit, but wouldn't be totally against it. But yeah, I'll I'll take my hat off to Phoenix. Um there's, there's worse performers in the team than than Phoenix. So uh Matthew Bowles, let's look forward to the future, little boys. Do we win against the Roosters next weekend? I didn't get a chance to watch yep. their game. I know they got flogged by the Panthers. We do. So, we do. I think coming from have... the guy that just tipped against us 13 plus, we do. <laughs> there you go, mate. There you go. You heard it here first. But yeah, no, I I I think we do. I think this is the game where um after that type of loss, hopefully the boys are hungrier and they, they come out and get the win at home. I'm I'm confident that we'll win at home. I hope so too. Dominic Skellen, yeah. an absolute fucking bloke. A good, good friend of mine, Dom, helped me build the night of bar. So, comment away on this legend, Sparky. That helped. He wired up this whole bar. Once for him, I don't have power to go do this stuff, guys. So, cheers, Dom. Um, how much money do you throw at Dom Young to make him backflip? What do we think, boys? Do um, do we kick ourselves for not offering Dom more money? Because you know, it did come out we did offer him the least. Yeah, we offer. Oh, did we offer him the least? We I offered, thought we offered him more money. No, we were the we were the lower. Yeah, we would have. We're oh, the lowest okay. to the party. Go. Yep. But with that said, though, you know, it's what we're offering him and what the Roosters, the salary cap isn't even, is it? You know, they got, there's all the TPAs, it's muddles the waters. So, um, yeah, I don't know. There's not too many players like Dom Young that can do what he does. You see those length of the field tries that he's, he's done on Manly. Um, there's not too many players that do that. But, I don't know. I haven't seen too much. I, I apologize. The name escapes me. We, tried, we talked about him on the Thursday show, I think. Um, the the young winger from North Queensland we signed. Currently playing oh, not Dane, the other right. fellow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, absolute weapon. It's money ball, really. You know, I'd love to keep all of them, but, you know, it all comes down to cost and worth, you know. Yeah, you know, well, what's, what's paying overs for a, a winger too, you know. So. But I don't know, man. Like, the, the modern game, I think Dynamic... I was... Just about to go to the same place. So fucking, mate. You look they're, at your, your Cobos, your Foxes, yeah. mate. Yeah. Wingers are going to start asking for more money. They're they're finishers. You're not you're not paying your finishers. Not only, not only that though, it's the it's the the dirty stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like Brian to- uh, clearly the oh, you know, yardy, he averaged over two hundred a game, yeah. mate. You know, let's touch on that. Um, I believe personally, our backs absolutely outshone. Um, the Broncos, when you compare the two, I think mm. um, when you look at Herbie and Stags, I thought had relatively quiet games. Cobbo, a couple of areas, yeah, got a try. Walsh, sensational. Um, Oates, a couple of good touches, but I thought our back three, mate, was sensational. Meters out of our own end. We touch on Gags, great try assists. Uh, Marzu, a bees dick off. I don't know what we pay Marzu. Like, I would assume it wouldn't have been that much because he didn't even play like every, so I didn't start every week for the Titans, but. Mate, if he's playing the way he is, he's definitely going to be getting a pay raise when that comes up. Mm, yeah, certainly. Oh, I, I, we won that trade, mate. Absolute, yeah. um, absolute yeah. weapon. Um, who we got here? 
Lachlan Drummond, good to see you again here, Lachlan. Uh, bring Connor Watson back to play 14 for 2024. No, thanks. No. Nah. Nah, nah, no, I, I don't want to see any more. Like, yeah, okay, sure. He he would make a break. That's that's good. That's great. Fantastic. He'd make a break, and then he'd have someone like Ponga in, in support, and the ball would go, you know, 13 metres above him or it'd, it'd, it'd hit him in the toe or it would go three metres forward. The guy doesn't have a passing game. He can't can't pass to save his life. So he's he's not a utility. Um, Has he played a game yet? Did he, did he come back this week? Come and wave you know. I, I didn't watch the Roosters game, but he hasn't played many this season. Oh, no, he, well, he hasn't played one of the first couple. But I thought yeah, I, he's just too. I thought he was. Done Paul bloke's just injured all the time. Yeah, Paul bloke's just injured all the time. Mm. Nicest bloke. Like I don't think anyone would disagree with that. And he's done some great stuff outside of the game. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Steve Boyle. Here we go, Steve. Wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a night at show, mate, if we didn't touch on our boy, Jack Hetherington. Uh Hetherington had his best game for us. Now, I've got the stats, mate. I've got the stats. So Jack Hetherington, uh 31, 31 minutes, three hit ups, three runs, 39 run meters, 10 post contact, one tackle break, 20 tackles, three missed tackles. Now, I I, I don't want to keep slamming the guy. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna compare him to another Broncos um, bench forward. Marty Tapao, 29 minutes, less minutes, five more runs. Uh, sorry, two more hit-ups, uh, four more runs, 40 more metres, 20 more post-contact, equal tackle breaks, slightly less tackles. Yeah, I, it was. he seemed to get fired up a bit, which I want to see from him. I think that's... To get the most out of the guy, I think he's going to be an angry fucking man. But, yeah... Compared to the, maybe maybe it's maybe it's, it is unfair of me to c- compare him to a Broncos one. Maybe they just played him a little bit different, or maybe it's not like for like. But um, yeah, it was it was how many runs? How many? How many? How long was he on for? You said he was on for thirty five minutes. Or something, uh, thirty minutes, three runs, three hit ups, <laughs> three runs in thirty minutes doesn't really. Yeah, yeah I tried. Well, I tried not to laugh at that. I've I've actually put a, a self imposed ban on myself that I'm not allowed to talk about um, Heverington because. He's just a passenger. He is a passenger. He's been a passenger all year. I've been sitting here going, oh, but he didn't have a preseason. I'll give him time. Mm. How much time does he fucking want? Stop being a yeah, passenger. 30-something minutes and you've had three runs? Like, yeah, well, I have more runs had, after a zinger box. Fucking un- hell. Unfortunately, without without too many people breathing down his neck, um, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that's the issue. The issue is... But what do you, do you put Lucas in his spot? Jack Johns, Jack Johns and Lucas would love Everton's position. Mm. Yeah, Jack Johns. Give it to them. Mm. Yeah, true. Three, yeah, lucky, three runs. Comment, Jack Johns. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Didn't expect you to say L- that. Lockie yeah. Tipper will have more than three runs in in yeah, he's, something. He's like minutes. you're giving up twenty points a game, not playing him. Why aren't you playing him, Adam O'Brien? Um, Daniel Gibson, should we be disappointed that Best is not in the chat for Origin, considering what we expected of him? Um, yeah, again, I think this is about 14, 15 consecutive games. Had another outstanding game. Um, yeah, he's best season for us, I think. It is. I really hope I should have Pardon asked Peter Parr. Please tell me we're not going to lose this bloke. I, I, it'd be heartbreaking. We've been. When did he debut for us back? Twenty nineteen, I think it was. Uh, that prelim against the Tigers when we got flogged. Um, to carry him this long, to nurture him, bring him up, 
and he's finally starting to hit the peak of his powers, then he goes. It would be devastating, devastating. Yeah. Mm. Um, to ride out all those injuries, and then he's, yeah, he's having a good run, playing well, and he goes, yeah, that would be I think it would take a couple of injuries in the origin, especially when you got Turbo and Trell. Um, who's the other one? Who's yeah, the other one? Campbell yeah. Graham, sensational. Um, well, if the injury toll keeps keeps rising, yeah, true, true. Keep, if the, if the injury toll keeps rising and it comes to Sydney and mate, the 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 you know the series is over, you never know. You, you mm. could get selected. Could be a smoky. Tell you what, if when when Frizzell um went off, you know, and we thought he was injured, I bet you Fitler was there throwing his vegan tea or whatever at the TV. It was like, ah, gee whiz. Mm. Isn't is tea is vegan, isn't it? As long as you don't add the milk. I have no idea, mate. <laughs> that's a different podcast yeah (laughs) Yeah. um lucky drummond i've seen an early early comment jake avarillo is a gun goal kicker um kicks conversion percentage 80 percent over his career i i I missed your earlier comment but jake avarillo guys um what do we think about here we go sorry here's the early comment i got this ass about uh idea of shopping list for 2024 jake avarillo for the right center gags to right wing connor watson is Backup hooker, we touched on that. Um, and Sean Bloor for the 17 jersey. So, yeah, look, Gags, another year older. Probably wouldn't look too bad on the wing, to be honest. Um, not obviously the biggest body. He can probably make not the, the yardage. Not the, no, he's not going to have to do – not that you're going to do a great deal of defensive work at centre anyways. You're going to um, – not totally against it. I, I do like Jake Avrilo as a player. Um, I think they experimented a little bit and the halves didn't work out. So, yeah – God, I'd, I'd hate to look back. I don't like talking about it. I think it's a cardinal sin to, to base wins or losses on goal kicking performances. But, geez, you look back at maybe if we had... That's a reality, but for us sometimes, some games, it's a reality, unfortunately. Well, if you look at, you know, if we did say get someone like Jack Avrilo or, you know, we were heavily linked to Ruben Garrick, you think, shit, man, we could we could possibly be a top eight team. You... Bring back Nathan Hindmarsh. He kicks at 100%, doesn't he? Does he? <laughs> <The big dog. laughs> Pretty sure he got one from one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Todd, Todd's on fire tonight, mate. If Elliot ends up finding a way to leave now that Millie has left our NRLW team, who should be our starting lock? I think uh, Matty Crocker. I think he's fucking great. I think he's got ball playing. Um, yeah, defensively he can hold his own. Um, yeah, he, he'd be my first choice. Or um, Jack Johns. I do like Jack Johns. So either of those boys. I probably got Crocker slightly ahead of him though. Yeah, I'll take Crocker as well. Mm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think you'd keep Kurt Mann or anything like that, but um, be interesting, hey, to see what happens in the off-season with the whole Millie Boyle thing in that, eh? That was one of my first thoughts, hey, because they both moved up here together. Like, I don't, obviously don't know anything about their personal lives or whatnot, but that was what was really pushed, that they're both coming to Newcastle, they're both playing for Newcastle. Millie neck minute is gone. I thought, okay, well, I wonder what will happen with Elliot here. So, mm. yeah. Who knows? Look, the forgotten man, Ben. Good to see you, man. My little, my little partner in crime. Good to see you again, mate. Um, could Miller play wing if Dom goes? Um, the games that I did see Miller play for the Sharks at wing was really fucking good. Um, week in, week out. I'm not, I'm not too sure. I just, I love the idea of having that big six foot five, six foot six winger. I think it's just a an inevitability. It's something you just need to have. I believe in you. Yeah. NRL team, it's just that kicking threat. I think if you have two shorter wingers, they're just going to essentially they kick need to be a wide receiver. They need to be yeah. big, strong, fast, human. Mm. 
Yeah, so, uh, well, here we go. Lachlan Drummond uh, has already confirmed we are shot. Sorry, it's been confirmed we are shopping around for new outside back to replace Dom. So there you go. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be totally against Miller. As I said, he has played a handful of games, but common away, what would it's, it's the forgotten man. It'd be interesting to see if he gets named again this week. Where, where do we fit Miller in now? Is it the game game script now written? We go, yep, man's out, Miller back in, or depends who our um, you know opposition is. Like you we'll mentioned last week, you know, Roosters big, dominating, intimidating forward pack. Um, you know, obviously forms a little bit down. I think they're the worst team at scoring points in the second half. I read somewhere today. Yeah, which is crazy to think of a Roosters team like that. Mm. When you look at them on paper, it is absolutely insane. You would put them at the tippy top, wouldn't you? Um, yeah. yeah, I think one of us had us um, as winning the grand final on you. Yeah, I think I, I think I had him here, Mark. You just look at that team mm. on paper. But um, yeah. yeah, Lockie Miller, what, what do we think? Is he... Because uh, we we haven't seen him play as much much idea what to do with Lockie Miller as AOB, to be honest. I guess if he comes out and kills it, because when he did get named 14, he didn't play any game time, did he? And then no. and he didn't get Not picked this week. Minute. So... Look, he might be now now 14. We might plug him in and go, holy shit, you know, if AAB just tells him, mate, he's 15, 20 minutes, just run hard, take every opportunity, sniff around the ruck. Um, you know, the big boys, uh, Jared Warrior Hargreaves, Lindsay Collins at the end, of the, you know, could be get a bit slow and tired and you get a, get a little bastard like that running in between them. It, I don't know. I guess uh, time will tell. I, I'd like to see it happen. I, I hope for the best of him in... The 14 jersey, but uh, I don't remember him seeing him on the wing, Cronulla. But I'd be interested in seeing he did that play a few year. games at wing, yeah. He was pretty good, pretty good, good finisher. Um, but yeah, I don't know, week in, week out though. I've got my reservations. Um, Justin, will the boys be fired up next week to prove that we have what it takes to be a top eight team, mate? We said it before, we've got to start stringing games together, yeah. Um, if it comes off the back of absolutely thumping the Roosters, yep, so be it. Um, the Roosters I have players out too, aren't they, for Origin? That's next week. Correct. Yes. Yeah, so there you go. If they're already you know down on their luck a little bit, the old Roosters, and they won't have Teddy and who else from their Roosters is in the Origin side? I don't know. Mm-hmm. They usually have a couple, but yeah. 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 Um, good test. Good test. If we're going to get them, now's the time to do it, I guess. Um, yeah. It's always fun beating the Roosters too. I've got to, I've got to answer this one. Lockie Tipper, Link, mate, did you ask Jack if he's staying at the Knights his whole career? Uh, I hope so, mate. I didn't ask him that. Sorry, I um, I didn't want to keep holding him up too much. I just wanted to prioritize your video, mate. So I'll I'll shoot Jack a DM, mate, and um, and I'll, I'll find out for you, pal. Um, Glenn Whitten, what about Fitzy? Will he stay or go? If I was a betting man, I'm saying he's going. And yeah, don't give me a weird gut feeling. He's going. I love the guy. All right, I love the guy, but but I think when you got the likes of Dylan Lucas, your Crockers, your Matt, yeah, Jack Johns, there's a young crop coming through. Um, you know the other fella, um, Kai Pierce Paul, and outside potentially a second row too. I'm not totally against it. I'm really not totally against it. You know, he has yeah, found some form again lately, but. Um, Mate, I have a bit of a soft spot for Fitzy. He was I know. arguably the heart of our team, you know, when we really lacked a heart in the team. But, yeah, I just have a gut feeling that, yeah. Oh, I would have liked more. the He'll team, go to Super League. Fitzy, there on the weekend. But um, it is what it is. I have a question. I have a question for you guys. But more so, I have a question for the comment section. What are you happy with as a, as a Knights fan? Are you just striving for 
you know, you just want the boys to play well each week and you don't really care where they finish. They could finish 12th to 17th. You don't really care. Is it a, you know, do you have to be making the top eight every year or is, is, is that a failure? Is it top four or worse a failure? Like what are you striving as, as a night fan? What, what are you hoping for? Because I feel like for me, for me personally, if we're sitting there as a Knights fan, you're like, oh, okay, well, I, I don't mind if we finish 10th. Like, you're not wanting su- success, right? You're not no. striving for that? No. No, it's got to be um, top. We're not a top four team at the moment, but uh, I get definitely get what you're saying, and I agree, but we do have to be re- realistic as well. I want us to be a top four team, mm. but we're not a top four team at the moment. So, but... I'll be disappointed if we don't make the top eight. You know, I I think the whole um as long as we put in a good effort thing, like I do have some of that, but it's more the consolation prize. I want us to be more than just that. Yeah. I want us to win. Yeah. But unfortunately, sometimes when all the cards are dealt, yes, all you've got exactly is it, that it, to go fall back on. It feels so. like with sport, unless you're playing for the championship, unless you're playing for the title, unless you're playing for whatever it is that is the top of your sport, then what are you doing there? Like you, you're just making up the numbers. So as a, as a fan, I understand that, you know, 2017, 16, we're, we're not going to, we're not going to reach the grand final, but you still feel like you want to see your team make the, the top eight. Anything less than that to me is a failure. It's, it's yeah. a failure for a year. With that said though, like just quickly, while you were saying that as, as far as I can tell off the top of my head, we've had two full seven different players in and around the spine, you know, whether it's KP or Miller back at fullback, KP or Gamble at 5'8", Hastings at 5'8", he's clearly not healthy, Braley or Crossland. So to me, if we, let's say, for instance, we had um, KP, Gamble, a fit fit Hastings and Crossland training preseason right from the get-go, I do think our fortunes change a little bit. I think we may be a little too critical simply just because our spine is so interrupted, whether it's, KP swifting and swapping and changing his HIA history. Um, you know, the, the experiment at 5'8. Um, Jacko, we touched on, clearly not fully fit. There's something giving him grief for that ankle. The hooker goddamn curse, which something, you know, we all know is happening. So I don't know. I'd be much more disappointed if we had locked in this spine for the whole preseason and it's still very clunky. Things aren't firing, but I'm a little bit more optimistic when we're going toe to toe with some good teams and Mate, their their spines are far more intact than ours has been. That's me personally. Um, yeah, obviously we haven't had as many big blowouts, and I know that comes back to the whole consolation prize thing. So we are moving forward, but yeah, I always look at top eight. If we don't make top eight, I just think the identity. You know, I'm always a disappointment. I know it sounds like a dumb cliche. The identity of the team. What are we? What? How do we want to play? And we got really good glimpses of what worked for us and. I think once we sort of iron that out and we go, this is how we're going to play, this is Knights football, things are going to start to click. I, I still believe there's we can go on a run. Um, it's no coincidence we're going toe-to-toe with, you know, let's let's face it, the two best teams in the, in the competition at the moment, um, the Panthers and Broncos, both narrowly being defeated. One in goal point, one in the last few minutes of the game. I don't know. I, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. The, the roster isn't terrible. I'm not looking at the roster and going, oh my God, we've got to offload this guy, got to offload this. I just think 
your players that touch the ball the most, the spine, a little disjointed. Execution isn't great. Combinations haven't fought, like quite clicked. So I'm a little bit more optimistic. If we can keep this spine together for a month or so, it's only going to get better and better for me. So, you know, unfortunately, as Knights fans, we have become accustomed over the years to witnessing some teams which arguably look like they don't give a shit on the field. And it's it's hard to see. So I guess when you do see performances, you know, that are positive, like the one against the Panthers and things where we do lose, you know, we do get excited about that. But I can guarantee you the Panthers fans who are used to the success, used to in and out performing great performances, they're not going, oh, well, at least we played well that yeah. game where we didn't win. Yep. So I think it's, yeah, I think it's just Peter a mentality. Peter Pass set no standards, mate, truly. Yeah. Um, we've spoken about before the things he's done, things that, you know, might have slid under the rug before are getting called out. So those things take time. Those things take time. You know, you're not going to bear the fruits of those decisions overnight. You've got to be patient, but positive signs. Um, I think this is a really good one, actually. Uh, Dylan, thanks for the comment, Dylan. I think we have mm. too many utilities. We need specialist players in yeah. key positions. Now, who who do you think falls under this bus? Is it your your Kurt Mans, your, um, I don't know, maybe your, your Crockers? What, what are we thinking? Well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Kurt Mann. I'll let you go first, spine, to be honest. Um, you just want more out and out. No, there's no. Yeah. Undeniably, this man is this player, and that's it. Like you just. I, I feel. I feel Hastings, for example. I feel Hastings is a better support role. I feel like Hastings is a support a support role for a better half. We don't have the better half, so you've got a gamble or someone like that playing a support role who is essentially is a utility. You've got Crossland at the moment at nine, and he's doing a good job, but he's a utility. Then you've got Man a utility like i completely agree with with the question um 100 percent. that is just yeah like i said even our, our, spine, our, our spine feels like it's half full of utilities at the moment yeah so jack of all trades sort of yeah master mm. of none mm. um all right we'll touch on this one here kayla thanks for this one this one's a big one I want to see them rebuild and improve over the next four years to be top four. I think we forget that we almost folded as a club and the pathways were gutted. If we can get, uh, sorry, if we can get to the path like the Panthers did, uh, God, sorry, it keeps scrolling up. Like the Panthers did, uh, which is a massive chance with Peter Parr, we can be a top four content consistently. We'll take time, but it feels like it's starting to head in the right direction. Until then, I want to see a team that hates to lose i hate to lose mentality so it's so funny that we paralleled penrith there for a while like when we weren't great they weren't great and like we kind of if you go back and have a look at the ladder i wrote it um down for one of the bench warmers episodes and we were talking about it we paralleled the panthers there for a while Mate. they just obviously went and their system was a lot better than ours and now you're seeing you know they're reaping well, turn, everything there let's wind back the clock 2015 we were equal with the penrith panthers kirk gidley's last game Fucking God bless him. Spoon bowl. Whoever fucking loses this game gets the spoon. So we're both absolutely at the bare bottom, right? Now you fast forward now. What did we get? We got three spoons. What do the fucking Panthers have? Fucking how many minor premierships? Back-to-back premierships. premierships yeah. Made three. Well, made three grand finals. Won two of them. Um, it's a blueprint's written, isn't it? The nursery's there. I don't think it's that hard. I don't think Peter Parr's a smart man to say, yeah, we've got to look locally. You know, this is what these guys are doing. We can 
we can do this, if not better. So, and that's what the, you know, the club was founded on that. I know we spoke about the identity club and you had a, a lot to say about that, Sean, but you know, um, getting back to, getting back to good local players, let's find the next goddamn immortal. And yeah, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that, but we've got to be patient guys. This shit doesn't happen overnight, does it? So, mm. Well, what a what a great fucking Q&A, guys. Seriously, fucking love that one. Sorry we couldn't get to all the questions. My lordy, we could be here all night, couldn't we? Um, but huge thank you, guys, for everyone who tuned in. Um, massive shout-out to our sponsor, LGB Marine, guys. Show our sponsors some love without these guys. We cannot do what we do each and every week. Um, now, you two maniacs, I'll be seeing you guys again on the Tuesday show on the team list. Is yep. announced. Yep. Um, seven thirty. Seven thirty Tuesday, guys. We'll uh, we'll be back on to to look at the teams against the Roosters. Now, please, if you do want to support the platform, we would greatly greatly appreciate it. You can find us on all all the social platforms: your Instagrams, TikToks, YouTube, Facebook. You're obviously watching that on here. Um, leave us a five star review. Does go a long long way, guys. Truly, uh, if you could take ten seconds out of your day to give us a five star review and Tell us how fucking awesome you think we are. We greatly appreciate that. If we could, we would give you guys a fucking six-star review. Truly, yep. we would. We would. Um, but yeah, boys, I think we'll leave it at that. Um, yeah, till the yep. Tuesday show, guys. Till Tuesday, we- like I always say, don't just have a good night, have a Newcastle night. Brothers in arms, we're more than a team And the heart of a sea We wear on our sleeves for the red and the blue Till the end we will fight Singing long live the Newcastle Knights Long live the Newcastle Knights Long live the Newcastle Knights For the red and the blue Till the end we will fight Singing long live the Newcastle Knights